Welcome to the Peak City Podcast. We're your hosts, Shane Reese, Heather Taylor Petrovich, Nick Bryant, Amber Keister, Senior Editor of Carry Magazine. And this is Alexis and Life Jensen. This episode, we're going to be chatting with Eileen Herbst, the treasurer of the Apex Farmers Market and Local Food Alliance. The market recently opened for the season in a brand new location with some exciting new community partners. Hello, Eileen Herbst. Welcome to the Peak City Podcast. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your position with the Apex Farmers Market? Sure. I'm happy to be here. So I have been on the Apex Farmers Market board for about a year and a half, and I serve as a secretary treasurer, basically take notes and help move things forward a little bit. We're a 100% volunteer board, a nonprofit, and we work closely with the community um, and our local vendors. And are you an Apex resident yourself? I am. Yes. Excellent. Yes. Excellent. That was a cheat question. We're in the house. So. <laughs> I just like people to know. Yes. Yeah. Apex, everybody. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, in full disclosure, the Apex Farmers Market is one of our clients, uh, and it is a real passion project for us, as well as being basically our favorite place to shop every week. The Apex Farmers Market was the first market our family visited when we moved here, and we immediately fell in love with the community that morning at that market. Uh, it's very special to us for so many reasons, and we are just thrilled to be able to field this particular interview. So I don't know if you recall, but in 2020, a pandemic hit <laughs> and it changed everybody's world forever. Um, we know it changed the market as well. So due to the town's guidelines around COVID-19, the nonprofit that's the Apex Farmers Market um, had to stop operating as it was. But it's a plucky little market, we know. And so can you talk about maybe the steps you guys took at that point, what you did to change to keep your vendors going, to keep the market going, and just how that process went? Sure. You know, so just really through an abundance of caution, you know, the, the town asked us to stop having in-person market, but there was still such a need and you know, people missed the market. And we felt for our vendors that are really trying to sell their produce and, you know, their, their local items. And, and there was a need. People needed groceries and, and needed to get out of the house and, and do things. But we really just took a step back and thought, what was the best way to approach this? So with really stepping up and putting everything online, we just had a a drive-by market. People would order through the website, really easy. It was contactless. So, you know, there was no interfacing of people really without masks and no exchanging of money. So everything was done online. So it was super easy. And we were able to sustain that through the winter until winter came and then there's really not a lot of shopping or produce anyway. So, um, you know, we felt really good that we were able to serve that. And we had regular customers that came, regular vendors. So it was kind of a win-win for our vendors as well as the town and certainly for, you know, um, customers. So how would you say after that, pivot is the you know magic word of 2020 the pivot that the market organization took with the online program how have you taken what you learned from that moment and operating under these circumstances and how have you carried that if at all into the next season and moving forward as an organization um, and as a community service here in apex really good question so in 2020, we had such great hopes and dreams for lots of really fun things to happen with, you know, food truck rodeos and the, the log pond fest. 
And, you know, I think that energy was still there and our hope to really make a big change was still there. We really wanted things to happen big. So, you know, the, the town actually, I think, helped by giving us a different location, which was huge. We were able to just get bring more vendors in. I think there was just like, and a lot of people have felt this way with the pandemic, there was this built up, you know, momentum that people yes. were really looking forward to getting out to the market and, yeah. and that energy was still there. So um, we have lots of great new vendors now that we didn't have before. I mean, the town's grown. We've got this awesome space now. We've got the Raleigh Night Market, which is really exciting. Yeah. It's just bringing people downtown and they're leisurely walking through the market and it just bringing their families and the strollers and the dogs. And it's just been a great thing. And then the vendors from, you know, back to your original question about, you know, how we've kind of transitioned, they're still doing orders. They're still doing their pre-orders, which they really like that part. So that helps them to kind of know what to expect when they bring their products to the market. So I think we're really excited about this year and the changes that we've incorporated, I think, are just going to be huge. It's only going to get better. Well, I was going to say, you mentioned a new location. Where Where is the market now? Where can we find it? Yeah. So the market is behind the um, Tobacco Mule building in a space in the parking lot back there. There's a gravel parking lot, so which also is really helpful for parking, for our vendors, for customers, for strollers, for handicapped access, which we really didn't have before in our old location. So it's just a win-win. It really is a great market. And I think people are still kind of discovering it, although there's signs posted all over downtown. <laughs> but they're like, you know, we had someone last weekend say, I didn't know. I haven't seen the market since last year, you know. So um, so please come explore the new market. It's awesome. <laughs> you mentioned the Raleigh Night Market. Can you tell us a little bit more about that community partnership? Yeah, so that's a, a really, really fun project. So it's really a pop-up market that goes in different locations throughout the month. And we are hosting them the second Thursday of every month. It's from six to nine. And I think we've got like 35 to 40 vendors that are coming. Some of our regular Saturday market vendors are coming, as well as just crafts people. We've had some music with certainly Bach to Rock has been there. We've had some food trucks. We've had some bubblies, you know, venue going on last week, which was fun. Um, and it's just, it's a different vibe than the Saturday market. And it's just really fun. Yeah. I saw last week people could get beer and wine and, mm -hmm. and shop and you can pick yeah. up here some beautiful artwork and some jewelry, some meat and eggs, some mm -hmm. produce. <laughs> you can do, do it all, like, all with just, a glass of wine. It's perfect. Yeah. <laughs> and then by the time Saturday rolls around, you need more produce. So come on now. Yeah, totally. I love that. And you mentioned Bach to Rock. Do, what are they doing at the market? So Bach to Rock is a music company. They make music for, for kids to go. and But on Saturdays, they come and they've got some activities for the kids. And it really brings children in and they can talk about what Bach to Rock is all about. Awesome. Um, it's a little bit early in the season yet, but we're hoping that we get some kids come. I know in previous years, they've come and they've presented. And we've been entertained by, yeah. by some kids with their singing and their guitars and organs. So we're hoping that we'll see that pretty soon. But uh, they're a great partnership. So it's nice to have them. We know that the best way to support the market is to go to the market, <laughs> shop those vendors. There's some stuff you can find there you just can't find anywhere else unless you want to travel a ways to go get it. So that's amazing. But how else can 
we as a community support the market. What can we do besides just buying from those vendors? Tell your friends, <laughs> you know, and when you come and talk to the vendors, when you come and shop, engage with them and understand a little bit more about how they're raising their their meat and their eggs and their most of it's all grass fed. It's all, you know, super healthy and it's organic. We've got fresh seafood. The apex seafood market goes down to the coast every day and gets fresh fish. Um, and that's been huge. So, um, I tell your friends, you know, invite them, bring, go Are shop. Are you guys bring listening? Them, bring the word. Bring them all over for dinner and cook a farmer's market yeah. dinner. You know, that's a great way. Mm -hmm. Taste the wares, show mm -hmm. them what the market has. Yeah. Have a nice like evening that. with people. Yeah on the patio that sounds lovely you do that for me which is yeah. <laughs> we need more friends i, think. I mean the, the, the baker that we've got the ninth street baker yeah I and mean, they're awesome and then the meats and the vegetables and the cookies and the sweets i mean it's just all amazing you could totally do a whole apex farmers market dinner and the veggies are just getting going this year too so yeah, they are the yeah. best mm -hmm. is yet to come yeah exactly i know you mentioned a little bit previous to this and i, I meant to come back to it you you said that there's still the ability to pre-order, where can people do that if they don't want to maybe good, just good question. browse the market? So go to the website and all of our vendors are there on the website. And then there's links to each vendor on that website. And some of them have pre-ordered, some, some do not. But definitely like our pasta guy, he's been selling out with just pre-orders. So yeah, just go there, check that out and see what you want. Some of those things sell fast, especially pasta. Yeah. Um, it's freshly made. So yeah. if it's there's something that you're really, really dying to have, some special, I would definitely pre-order it. <laughs> you know? Well, and I love the pre-order option also because there are several people in the community that are at a higher risk and don't feel comfortable being out, even though it is a socially distanced market and masks mm -hmm. are required there are people who just can't so the pre-order is so lovely for them because they get to just do all their shopping beforehand safely still support local businesses yes. still eat seasonally fresh good ingredients mm -hmm. but safely for them which i think has been a really cool thing yeah. and the vendors seem to really like it they like you said they kind of know what they're going with mm -hmm. they know that they have enough it's less waste right. for them so it's that's i think a really fun addition yeah. this year yeah. And I would just say, take your time when you're walking through mm -hmm. and you're browsing because there's little blackboards there, but engage with the vendors and yeah. find out where they're located, like how they're feeding their animals. And, mm -hmm. um, you know, some of them just have some really unique items. So talk to them, yeah. find out, learn as much as you can. Yeah. And we've had some like make some suggestions and they've come back with smoked pork chops. So, you know, <laughs> if, you've yeah. got, if you've got a suggestion that they're so willing to, to That's help good us advice. Out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They are eager. They want to provide beautiful food mm -hmm. for the community. That's yeah. a good suggestion. I like that. Is there anything else that you would like the community to know about the nonprofit organization or the market or any of the wonderful things happening with it? There's a lot happening. So I would <laughs> definitely like tune into social media. Um, yeah. One of the really nice additions that we've added this year is a volunteer ambassador program. So um, we've been so fortunate to have so many volunteers that have wanted to support and come out and get to know the market and just get to know our community. So that's really just been a really fun addition. You'll see different volunteers with a yellow shirt on Saturday, you know, asking questions or, you know, if you have a question like, where can I go get 
a great coffee tonight or, you know, what restaurants do you recommend? Um, or I'm looking for a gift for my mother for her birthday. Where should I shop? Yeah. That's what the investors are there to help you with, to just help navigate through the downtown area. That's awesome. So um, we're really excited about that. We're really excited about the night markets yeah. and just more vendors coming on. So um, just please support us. We're always looking for more volunteers. We're looking for, you know, good local vendors. So pay attention to your social media, yeah. to your emails and sign up. And yeah. so you'll know what's going on. That's probably the best way. Awesome, Eileen. And you can get all that information on the website. Yeah, exactly. Which is? Apexfarmersmarket.com. <laughs> <laughs> I knew one of us was going to know it. Somebody here. Uh, well, Eileen, thank you so much. Thank we you. We really appreciate your time and all the work. It uh, takes a community of individuals to put something so profoundly neat and wonderful yeah. on in the community. So thank you so much. Yeah, you're welcome. Thank you for all that you guys do behind the scenes. It's a <laughs> lot. Thank you so much to Eileen for talking with us. Now let's jump over to our friend Nick Bryant to hear about the news in the peak. Thank you, Life and Alexis. Hello again, and welcome to the news with Nick. Some big news for the Apex job market. EnviroFlight, a bio-ag company, has announced plans for a 30,000-square-foot facility employing around 40 people. This will be its research and development plant along with its corporate center. EnviroFlight is a leader in sustainable animal and plant nutrition products. In additional job news, if anyone you know is interested in working in downtown Apex, many establishments are looking for help, especially as warmer weather and a busier season approaches. Have you noticed all the art installations that have gone up around town? These are all part of the Apex Public Art Sculpture Walk. You'll find nine installations along its route. For details, map, and information, please go to apexnc.org and search public art. Other new features downtown are the new crosswalk lights at Chatham and Salem along with a crossing beacon at Saunders. The Apex PD still has spots available for its blood donation drive on May 14th. Information can be found at the Apex PD's Facebook page. May 17th through the 31st, the town of Apex will be hosting a downtown design workshop. This public workshop will share design updates and gather public input with virtual and in-person options. The same information will be available at both events. Please visit the town's website for information. Also in May, Apex will be hosting Apex Senior Spirit Week and Peak Promenade. In absence of a traditional prom, Apex seniors will celebrate with a Peak Promenade. The event will take place over two nights at the depot in downtown Apex and will include a large covered tent, photo booth, selfie stations, a DJ, and special promenade party favors. Many Apex restaurants will offer fixed-price menus for prom-goers by reservation. Apex High School will be hosted on Friday, May 21st, and Apex Friendship will be attending on Saturday, May 22nd. A special time is reserved on Saturday for special education students from both schools to share in the fun. Many of you may remember from Episode 31, Alexis and Leif interviewing Lanif Ascona. She is a local musician who attends Berkeley on a music scholarship. She's done many incredible things over the past year, even in the midst of a pandemic. In the spring of 2020, she was awarded a full housing scholarship by the City Music, but due to COVID, we'll be using that in the coming fall. She also released her first single, 
and video for It's You, and you can find that on YouTube. She will be playing on select Farmer's Market Days, so you can find her there or on her social media platforms. If you are interested in submitting a quick Apex News story to us, please do so on our Facebook or Twitter pages. And in the meantime, thanks for listening to the Peak City Podcast, and we'll see you next time. Thank you.